Welcome, listeners. I'm Justin Makarevich, Associate Director of Employer Relations at the Graduate Career Management Center of the Zicklin School of Business at Baruch College. Thanks for tuning into this episode. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of the GCMC podcast. Um, I'm Justin Makarevich with the GCMC, and I'm here with Michelle Pope, who is a Senior Brand Manager at Colgate. And this episode, we're going to be talking about career changers and in particular career changers and um, the understanding of themselves as they're exploring changing careers, pivoting, um, and doing something completely new in their career. So to start off, Michelle, thank you so much for being part of the episode. Really appreciate you making the time always and for your support um, that's unending truly to Baruch. Of course, excited to be here and to chat with you about this topic. Yeah. And this topic came up, right, in the conversation that you and I had where you met some students, and there were a number of them who were career changing um, into marketing specifically, and some thoughts that you had, and, um, and in particular, a, a, an idea that you brought up about it's how important it is for individuals to know themselves. So can you explain what that means? Why is that important? Um, so this comes from the students that I've met at your university, but also students that just connect with me on LinkedIn. I love chatting with students, but I've noticed with those, especially um, career switching, that they find they have a hard time positioning themselves um, mm. and their experience into the different career that they're wanting. So if they're a lawyer and wanting to get into marketing, or if they're um, an actor that's wanting to get into finance, so something that's totally different. So we're just talking right. like 180 in career switching that I think the first thing that I always kind of work with them and ask them is, well, why this, why this field mm-hmm. and why is it important to you and why though comes from knowing yourself and what it is that you're interested in, who you are um, as a candidate, so as a person. So the who you are is more about your values and what's important to you. And then the why you're interested, I think is the second part of the know yourself. Mm-hmm. And and do you find, you know, on average that there are people who have really dug deep and done that work or people or sometimes students haven't done that work as deeply and that really impacts them in certain ways? I, I think um, whenever I have initial conversations, students know the answers, but I haven't thought about it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's work that needs to be done. Um, but but it's things that you know yourself. If you were to ask yourself some of these questions and you spent some time and just bullet points um, or just journaling, then I think it's already, you know, the answers are there. You don't have to dig too deep. But I find that um, students haven't really taken the time to reflect on it. And so they're not able to, like, articulate clearly, um, this is who I am as a candidate and a person. This is what I bring to the table. And this is why I'm interested in this field. Um mm-hmm. That I think that those two things combined are really powerful when you're thinking about career switching. And so what are some of the steps that those individuals can take? Like, what can they do to start that process? I think it's um, two simple questions. So mm-hmm. ask yourself, what's important to you overall? And then the second question is, what type of job are you hoping to land? So they're simple, but then we can kind of dive into each of them. So that what's important to you overall, that's like a who are you as a person? So for me, um, the three things that are important to me um, mm-hmm. outside of work um, is my family, um, mm-hmm. so my, my husband, my dog, and we are expecting a baby. Uh, so my, my family is important. Um, the second thing that's important to me is having a career that really um, uh, ignites curiosity out of me. I'm a person that needs to be doing stuff. I'm probably type A, all, you know, just 
I need to be, um, uh, what's it called when you're like uh, inspired? I need to be inspired mm. by my that I do. So that's the second thing. The third thing is that, you know, I think uh, financial security is important to us and our family. So that's the third. So it's basic. What are kind of three things that are important to you? But that's for me. So for right. others, it could be, I have friends that traveling is number one. They want flexibility. They want to be able to travel with their work. I have friends where um, the exact job that they're doing is important to them. So it's what's important to you and what do you want? And then the third thing, or second one, um, the second question is, what type of job are you hoping to land? So I think that comes from a reflection of why, why this career switch? Why now? What really interested you in this different field? And then why do you feel like now is the best time to do that? Mm. Uh, so that comes up from the unique individual of, of what interests them. But I found when I asked that question, after just a few seconds of thinking and reflecting that students have an answer for it. Right. And, and in that first question, right, like just to clarify too, it doesn't even have to be three. It doesn't have to be regulated at three, right? It could be one or two for people or five or six or, or, yeah. or more, right? Yes. And then, absolutely. yeah, in your second question about why this career, um, oftentimes it, I think sometimes students and individuals as well who want a career? Who want a career change? Sometimes get advice, or they 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 read a, an article, maybe see a movie, um, and they think this is the career that I totally totally want. Um, and um, and so say that's you know I I, I really want to have a front office finance job, or I want to get into digital marketing. Um, but then when there's exposure to it a little bit deeper, um, especially when they study it more, they're isn't then a realization, oh, wow, I actually don't want this. So, you know, like, what are, for that second question about why this career, what do you suggest as far as really doing some good work and real, in, in sort of figuring out if that career is really, a, is something that they want, um, in addition to the why that, that they want to have that career? I'd say, first of all, let's just stick with the example you gave. So for the yeah. person who finds the front office or that initially, that I still keep that and write that down because there's something about it that you were attracted to or drawn to. And then as you dove deeper, there was something that you didn't like. So I always like for my career to have a pro and con list, dislike, like, things you find interesting because you're never going to, not never, I don't know. I thought <laughs> about it, but I don't think anybody, few people have a, a job that there's nothing wrong with it, that they love 100% of it 100% of the time. So I'd say kind of think about what first attracted you to that, to the, the job. And then um, as things came out of what you didn't like, I'd start to compare those lists. And I'd actually ask myself, is it, because is it the specific job that when you mm -hmm. go into, and maybe there's another job in the same field that wouldn't have the, that would have more of your pros than the cons that you had. So I think, you know, the, the other note that I made um, as I was thinking about this podcast was how to information gather. Um, and for me, that's information gathering. And so don't let it deter you. It's just a way to start to gather like the, how do you know what type of job you're hoping to land? And then what, what do you do with it? And you're just information gathering. And, and so let's, let's actually tackle that too. So what are some of the, what are some of the good ways that you information gathered, or at least in your career uh, process, how did you do that information gathering? So I think there's two like buckets of information gathering, active mm -hmm. and passive. 
So passive is like, if you Google about a company or if you're listening, investor relations presentations are a treasure trove. If you're looking into public companies of information about their brands, their financial performance, their culture, just all the things. Um, Such a great idea. Passive ways that you can kind of explore a little bit more about a company. The active will go least active to most active. Um, and this will be tailored to kind of a, a school format is um, you can have um, informational interviews. So when speakers come to a school and have a session that mm-hmm. you are part of an audience, I call it least active because you're one of 40 or 50. Um, right. and so you're not having that like direct connection. Um, during interviews, that's actually a, an amazing time to information gather. I think students, and myself included, that you get nervous when you're in an interview and you feel like you are being interviewed. I like to think of interviews and what I coach students on is it's a two-way interview. You mm. like them just as much as they like you. So in that part, when they ask you, what questions do you have for us? You should be asking things you want to know that don't worry about how is this going to make me look or I want to stand out. These are your information gathering of, is this a place that you also want to work? But you can only ask the questions or answer that based on who am I, what's important to me, and why this career, why now? Um, And then the third is, I think the most active are coffee chats. So um, one-on-one conversations. You know, where students have reached out to me on LinkedIn to say, I'd love to learn more about your experience, where you work, um, and that I say is the most active because you lead the conversation. You're asking what are the things that you really want to know that's going to help you um, to, you know, make decisions and choices about what what company and role might be best for you. So after having gone through this process of of why do you want to the career that you want and why now, and also what is it about? Um, about the, the job that they want and going through that, also that information gathering. So after having done those processes, how do you find that those individuals who do that, how do they stand out to you? So there's typically three areas of an interview um, that at some point they might ask you this. Why are you interested in that company? Mm-hmm. Why are you an ideal candidate? Or, or they might not ask these, but they'll ask a version of them. So why are you interested in our company? Why are you an ideal candidate? And then the third is at the end, what questions do you have for us? So for the, why are you interested in our company? And then the, why are you an ideal candidate? If you do this work up front, you have a little elevator pitch that answers those questions. Totally, right. And I think what stands out, at least from my point of view, is authenticity. So mm-hmm. it's when students really articulate why, why this company, is it the mission, the values, the people, the work, um, and it's all going to be different. So it doesn't have to be one answer, but when you've really thought about what am I looking for? And this is a good fit for me that I think that authenticity stands out. Um, and then that'll come across in all three areas. So the first two, you have your little elevator pitch and then your last one, your information gathering, because it's, you're interviewing them just as much as they are. you. Completely. And, 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 and I think you, you, you really talked about that authenticity piece. That's really what this starts with, right, is, is not being somebody who you aren't, but being who you are, because the, the career change isn't giving up who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Michelle, what other thoughts do you have? What other, what other pieces of information do you want to share, too? I think maybe some thoughts on 
how do you formulate questions? And so how do you information gather? Mm -hmm. And so I wrote a couple ideas down um, to help students because this is how I formulate a question. Because sometimes it, if you're put on the spot or you're in um, a coffee chat or you're in an in, inform, uh, informational session, that it's hard to think on the spot because you're also listening. You might be a little nervous too. So um, just some tips on how I formulate questions. Yeah. So a couple of things of um, how I formulate questions is one thing. Um, so there's three things I wrote about. The first thing I like to do is a little bit of prep work. Um, I ask myself, what do I really want to know from this person or this session that's going to be helpful for me? Um, and usually that comes from where am I getting stuck? What am I struggling with? What are some areas where I'm just not sure of? I, I have um, question marks for, for and so I'm needing to get a little more information about it. So what's going to be really helpful for me? So I go into sessions kind of having in the back of my mind things I might pick up on. Um, so I there's three ways that I formulate a question. The first is I like to build off of something they've mentioned and ask for more details. So an example would be, um, I heard that you mentioned in your career you've switched roles 10 times at this company. Can you tell me more about what that experience was like as you onboarded into a new role? Mm. Because I'm asking that because in my mind, if I'm a career switcher, onboarding into a new role um, might be something that I'm concerned with or thinking about. Um, mm. So then the key there is that I heard you say this. This connects with something that I'm also thinking about. Can you tell me more? Um, the second one is asking for advice on something you're experiencing um, and, if possible, connecting it to something you said. they said. So, um, like I mentioned, I come in with a series of three or four bullet points. But if I don't hear them mention it, I go ahead and ask, um, one thing I'm struggling with is this topic. I didn't hear you mention that. Do you happen to have any advice for students who are going through something similar? Uh, and then the third, you could just ask for their experience. Um, I didn't hear you mention why um, Why did you initially join your company? What, what attracted you to it? What were your consideration sets? Um, or you can ask, why did they choose to stay at their company? Um, so just asking about their experience. But I think with all three of those, it should tie back to whatever it is that you're wanting to know or that will help you with your journey. And, and I love those, those suggestions. And it also, um, it also makes a connection, a real, you know, I think a, a, a unique and, and authentic connection with that speaker, right? Where, where it's difficult in a room and a sea of people where making that connection can sometimes be difficult. And I think going down the route of your strategy and, and your ideas, that can help people to also to connect. Because mm -hmm. yeah. it's honest, right? And it's, 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 and it's coming from a place of honesty. And, and it, what I'm hearing also in your, the, the, the first tip, right? Is it's okay to say, I, 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 I'm not, I don't know something or I need some more information. It's okay to, to be able to say that in a, in a networking type of, uh, of experience or an information session, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's why you're there. You're there to right. get information and they're there to share it. So then I think, you know, the uh, misconception about informational sessions or other ways of um, recruiting or engaging with potential employers is that you need to be polished and put together 100% of the time and know everything about yourself. Right. <laughs> I think the more you can say, I know this piece about myself, but I don't know this 
how have you gone through that? Or do you have any advice or thoughts? Um, because I think that just helps to build that personal, like you said, personal connection. Um, and also just, I think authenticity. My advice for students, especially as you career switch, and I think Justin, you touched on this, is that um, not conforming to what you think you should be mm. and what, what the ideal candidate is for this, but you are uniquely you. And so then making it's, this is about marketing yourself and knowing yourself, then it is about needing to change who you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the more, the more people can get comfortable with that and be okay with that, the more successful they're going to be in this entire process too. Yes. I think my final advice for students who are career switching, because I've seen this with many students, is um, it can be easy to be frustrated or feel, get down about the process because um, you might get rejected or you might not understand how to progress or you might not be getting the engagement you want from employers. And so my advice there is to keep information gathering to work on how you market yourself, your elevator pitch, and keep at it. Because I, I think with recruiting, it's a numbers game. And the more right. the more people you meet, something something amazing is going to happen for you. And the, the people that hustle think great things happen. Um, so my advice is just keep at it. Don't, um, don't get down and frustrated that it's a process. Has that, I'm, I'm curious for you, did that happen at a time for you? Um, and because oftentimes, right, it's easy to hear it's it's you can hear that message but when you're in the middle of it and you've got that frustration and nothing's happening there's no doors opening you know and I, i've definitely been in that for sure um you know have you been in that and, and and in addition to continue with the process and things like that have there been other other things that um that you've done to to help yourself you know as one thing that i always did was you know maybe take a day where you walk away from it and so that you're not consistently thinking about it all the time and maybe say, you know what, today is not going to be the day that I'm going to think about this, but tomorrow I'm going to go back. I don't know if you've done anything to, to help you when that frustration does come. Mm-hmm. I think a couple of things I've done is um, trying to, re- I do a lot of journaling. So this is all like reflection, oh, yes. right? you know, the, the know yourself part, but journaling on what am I learning though in this moment and trying right. to thankful for the journey and the tough parts I'm in, even though there's, you know, as you have the pen, you're like, this is so frustrating. Um, but trying to be thankful because I, I realize now reflecting, looking back on difficult times that you learn so much in those times, more yeah. so you know that growth comes from difficult times rather than when you're comfortable and things are easy. So this actually is going to be a moment when you learn a lot about yourself, your character, your mm-hmm. drive, everything. Um, that somehow on the other side, you're going to come out better and different for it. So I like to, to make a little bit of notes about that because then, you know, looking back, you'll be able to remember. Um, and then I think another thing that I've done is lean on mentors and mm-hmm. ask I think people, mentors, um, have been amazing for me, especially when I'm frustrated because they see things I don't and they help bring me out of the weeds and, um, just being in, in that frustrated moment. Um, and then I think probably the third thing, make sure that I'm clear on where it is I'm going. So yeah. I'm, I'm a believer that sometimes if too many doors are being shut, 
maybe I need to recalibrate the, the direction, not totally, I'm not saying let it go, but just slightly shift where, where it is that you're going, or maybe your approach that something needs to slightly change, um, and then to see if I get different results. Hmm. That's great. I, I actually hadn't thought about the journaling part just because I, I don't have, you know, a lot of experience having journaled, but I can absolutely see putting pen to paper with those types of feelings is a great idea. Um, I'm going to have to try that one too, maybe, maybe on my end too. Michelle, I cannot my, thank you enough. What's that? As my journaling is like also just like bullet points and like not anything. Oh. So definitely I had it then because I think um, it's interesting when you look back on the tough moments that you're like, look how much I've come and grown. And if I didn't have that, I wouldn't mm-hmm. have this like character skill set that I have right now because I didn't go through that. Right. And, it's, and sometimes it can just be easy to forget having had those feelings or having had those times without some documentation. I, I completely get it. Yeah. Michelle, thank you so much. This this discussion is incredibly helpful. I mean, we've talked about authenticity. We've talked about really diving deep into knowing yourself and tying that to the career you want to change into. Um, we've talked about frustrations in the process. We've talked about standing out both in an interview as well as in questions um, at information sessions. This has been incredibly, incredibly helpful and also really appreciate your own authentic voice in these ideas and thoughts because that's been um, terrific to hear. So we thank you so much, Michelle. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. We'll see you. We'll see you then. And thanks for listening. Thanks listeners for tuning into the GCMC podcast, where we look to get off the record thoughts and perspectives from individuals who have been hiring managers and in hiring positions in their careers. The GCMC is here for Zicklin MBA and MS students and alumni for their careers wherever they are, so be sure to stay in touch with us.